Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of Penn Station Sports Talk. I'm Jay. I'm your host, and I'm joined by Justin and Tom. This is the first episode. And before we get into anything, I just want to give Chandler, the previous uh, sports director, the previous owner of the podcast, I just want to give her a shout out for you know, guiding me into this and teaching me how to, how to do everything. I want to thank her for all that. But yeah, guys, baseball is upon us. The 2021 season starts on Thursday. So any opening thoughts from you guys about what you might expect this year, what you want to see, and any opening thoughts so far? Yeah, I'm very excited for baseball to finally be back on Thursday. Even though the season I <laughs> just ended in the fall, it feels like it's been forever. And the start of baseball always feels like the start of summer and a, a new time to be excited. So I can't wait. Yeah, me neither. Baseball is my favorite. It's just such a fun time of the year. And I, I miss going to stadiums. And I'm glad that the MLB is allowing fans. It, actually, what, surprisingly, in Texas, they're allowing full capacity, which I thought was interesting. So it's going to be really cool. To I'm hoping to go to a few games this year. Nothing beats a baseball game, in my opinion. So that should be fun. And having the fans back in the stadium just changes the entire atmosphere. It's going to be really, really awesome. So I guess we'll get started. So we're going to go through some predictions here. We're going to go through some division winners. So Justin, if you want to start, give me your, um, give me your six division winners and why. Well, I guess I'll start with the American League East. So for the American League East, I think the Yankees seem like a clear favorite. They, you know, really bolstered up their roster this past offseason. They're a top team year talent they almost beat the Rays last year in the playoffs and the Rays they lost a lot of pieces so if I had to pick one team that would definitely be the team to go with if we go to uh the next division which would be the the American League Central it's very close I think it could be either the White Sox or the Twins I would personally lead with go with the uh, White Sox as I think that they're a really upcoming team they have a lot of young talent and I feel like this is the year that they really shine. They showed a lot of potential last year in the playoffs. So I have uh, bright hopes for them as the new shining team in Chicago. And then for the American League West, I would go with the Houston Astros. I think they have overall a very strong roster. The Athletics could definitely make a run, but they lost a lot of pieces in their bullpen this past offseason. And I think the Astros, they have a lot of, experience especially in the playoffs and they were very um a lot of health problems last year so I think if they get healthy they can be very strong team and then as we move to the National League East I would I think I have to go with the Braves I know the Mets made a lot of really great additions this past offseason and I know that Jay is a big Mets fan but yep. <laughs> the Braves very consistent very top tier team could there be uh like a team like the marlins or the nationals or the phillies that all of a sudden comes out of that division it's possible but that would be the safest pick in my opinion and then for the nationally central i would go with the uh cardinals i think it's pretty i would be very surprised if the cardinals didn't win the division unless there were any major injuries especially after acquiring um, Nolan Arenado this past offseason, who is arguably, you know, was an MVP candidate for the past few years. And I think he'll really help to bring that team to the next level. And as we move to the National League West, I think the Dodgers have the best roster, probably in, in MLB, in the entire MLB. And there'll be some great games between them and the Padres, but I have to go with the Dodgers. I don't think especially after getting Trevor Bauer. They are already were the probably the best team in the league, and now they're even better. So that's who I'd go with there. And, that, yeah, that's that's the six. All right. Uh, I like a lot of things you brought up. So I have very similar predictions here, but I do like what you mentioned with the A's. They did lose Liam Hendricks as their closer, who actually went to the White Sox. So in, in, it helps the White Sox. It um, hurts the A's. And you're right, the A's strength was their bullpen. 
you know, they have decent pitching, decent lineup. Their bullpen was their strength. Once you got past the seventh inning and you were losing, you weren't going to come back against them. They did lose him. They still have some pieces, though. So that's interesting you bring that up. And, you know, a lot of people, the Astros are kind of the enemy here. And I, I think a lot of people want to see them fail. I was one last year who said I wanted the Astros to win. I thought it would have been very almost funny if the Astros got to the World Series last year after everything that happened, it would have almost been like the bad guy wins. Sometimes I like when the bad guy wins. Um, but, yeah, you make some good points. So I guess I'll go through mine now. So I'm the same way. I'm going to start in the American League East. I also have the Yankees. I get the Rays. The Rays are a very interesting team. They did lose uh, Blake Snell which is is and Charlie Morton, which are, were two of their better pitchers. I think Tyler Glass now, who is on the team, he's going to take a big step forward. We'll address that later, though. I just think they're a very experimental team. I like Kevin Cash as their manager. I think he's very – you know, different in the way he manages. So I think he'll find a way to get the most out of his guys. Uh, and I just don't see anyone else from that division winning. The Blue Jays, I think they're going to be very good this year. Do I think they're going to overtake the Yankees? Absolutely not. The Yankees just have so much more talent, in my opinion. AL Central, I got to agree with you too. I, I like the White Sox. I think they're a team that is young and upcoming. They made it last year. I think they're ready to take that step forward. The Twins, also a very good team. Um, but I, I still think the White Sox just have more talent overall. Like I said, they got Liam Hendricks. So I just feel that with that addition, it's going to make, you know, um, very, that's going to be a very close division. Even the Indians, what their pitching can possibly sneak in there too. And then in the ALS, I still have the, F, the uh, A's. I think, although they don't, they lost Hendricks, their bullpen's still good. Their starting pitching is decent. I like, uh, I like their lineup. You know, Matt Chapman's obviously a great uh, defensive third baseman, great hitter. I just like their team a lot better, in my opinion. The Astros are still great. I wouldn't say great. They're still, you know, up there to win it. I just – I'd pick the A's. And at least as much as I want to say the Mets, I'm not going to. I have to be real and go with the Braves. The Braves just have way too much firepower on offense, pitching, bullpen. They just have too much – where there's, I don't see them not winning this division. The Mets might give them a run for their money, or the Nationals maybe. I just don't see the Mets overtaking them. The Mets, they did make some good moves. Like, you know, they got Lindor, obviously. They they have Stroman back. They're getting Syndergaard back. They have, you know, they made a splash, I guess you could say. But I don't think I'm going to pick them to win the division just yet. AL Central, I also do with the Cardinals. I think this is the weakest division in baseball. I don't really see anyone else that, you know, scares me in this division. Pirates are the worst team in the league, in my opinion. The Cubs are going nowhere fast. The Reds were good, and then they lost a lot of pieces. They lost Bauer, obviously. And then you got the um, – whatchamacallit. And then the Cardinals, I just think, are the best team in that division. Like you said, they got Arenado. And I, the Cardinals are a very well-run franchise. So I think with that in mind, they, they know how to get players and develop them. So I think they're going to be safe for that um, winner for that division. And then obviously, I also really wanted to pick the Padres to win the West, but I can't pick against the champs who actually got better by adding Trevor Bauer. So I think I, as a Met fan, was very angry about that. I really thought he was going to come to the Mets comes to the Dodgers. There you go. He's chasing a ring. What can you say? Uh, but as much as I like the Padres with their stacked rotation, let me say like that rotation is sick, you know, Darvish, Snell, Lament, Paddock, and then even uh, Joe Musgrove, their fifth starter, he's good. And they don't even have Mike Clevenger who's out for this season. He's also another guy. Those are like five aces. That would be like the number one starter on most teams. So as much as and as much as I love Tatis and Machado, I just I can't pick against the Dodgers who have Bellinger and Betts in that lineup and that rotation too. So yeah, that those are my uh, division winners. And how about you, Tom? Any anything different, or you have mostly the same things? Yeah, I have some differences. I, I just want to point out the disrespect that you showed to the Brewers. Like, wow, not e not even mentioning them in in the, in the AL Central. The NL oh, Central. You know what? I think the Brewers <laughs> are a good team. They have uh, Josh Hader. They have that guy, Devin Williams, who was the rookie of the year last year. 
And they're a good team. I just don't – and I they have Yelich, but Yelich was coming off a horrible season. I just don't, in my opinion, see them winning this division. You're right. I did leave yeah. them out. <laughs> I think they're a good team. I just think the Cardinals are coming away with that division. But thank you for, for pointing that out. Of course. Of course. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll start going the same order with the AL East. Um, you got to go with the Yankees. Uh, absolutely stacked roster. Prospects all over the place. You have a deep bench. I, I think that Clint Frazier breaks out this year. He's going to be starting at left field for the first time at, in on opening day. Um, the Blue Jays are a team to watch for sure. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Kevin Biggio, uh, Bo Bichette, all great young stars. Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay uh, very solid team as well. Definitely some great pitching. Um, yeah, for the Central, I have the Chicago White Sox. Of course, Lucas Gallardo uh, is a great player. Liam Hendricks, uh, Jose Abreu, and Tim Anderson, both M- MVP candidates. Um, yeah, they're just an all-around great team. Uh, the Twins have a chance with Trevor May, of course, being a cool dude. Um, Jose Barrios is a great pitcher. You know, uh, Miguel Sano, Josh Donaldson, Nelson Cruz, they're all very solid all-around players. Um in the West, I have the Astros as well. Um, Verlander's on the IL for now, 60 days. Zach Granke's also very old, 39 and 37 for those guys. So it might be tough for the Astros pitching staff. They have to come, overcome a lot. But Guriel, Altuve, Correa, Bregman, Brantley, all those guys are great. They're going to carry that team into the playoffs as the division leaders. Uh, all right. For the NL East, we have the Atlanta Braves winning for me. Charlie Morton, Drew Smiley are proven players. Max Fried and Mike Soraka are great young talents, and Ian Anderson is a nice developmental starter as well. And then, of course, you have Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna, both MVP candidates, good in the field. Um, the Nationals have a chance of winning the division instead of the Mets. Great, great teams all around, very young. Um. Yeah, the the Brewers I have winning the the uh, Central for some reason. Um, I don't really know. I just kind of like them. Very very young team, especially the pitching staff. Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff are really good. Devin Williams was the rookie of the year. Uh, Orlando Arcia is very good. Christian Yelich I think is going to have a comeback year. Jackie Bradley Jr. is pretty solid. Uh, the Cardinals definitely have a chance of winning, and the Cubs with very uh, veteran like roster, also adding Jock Peterson, have a chance. Uh, and then in the West, of course, you just, ha- just have to go with the Dodgers. They're just so good. Trevor Bauer, uh, Clayton Kershaw, Dustin May, David Price, Julio Urias, you know. Uh, Tony Gosselin is also a developing prospect for pitching. Uh, Joe Kelly's cool because, you know, he threw at the Astros and had some fun. Uh, Justin Turner is, of course, great. Uh, Corey Seager, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, just all around great like roster lineup. And then the Padres, of course, have a chance of winning it, but I don't think they will. You Darvish is a pretty cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I like uh, some things you mentioned there. Number one, I just want to say Trevor May is on the Mets now, not the Twins. So yeah. the cool guy is on the Mets now. Um, yeah. So that, but that actually is good for the Mets, though. It's another bullpen piece, which I think is the weakest part of this team. And I like how you <laughs> mentioned. I will give you credit with um, uh, the Brewers pick. You know, I I don't I don't think they're very good. I guess when you break it down, I do like Woodruff and Corbin Burns was good last year. I mean, he was great, but other than that, he has really yeah. no like nothing to back up that he's gonna you know replicate that but if he does they'll be fine and they do have Yelich still who's an MVP can who was MVP um but yeah true and 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 I like how you mentioned the Dodgers rotation everyone talked about the Padres rotation but the Dodgers have almost as good if if not even better than the uh the Padres they have Kershaw Bueller Arias Bauer Dustin May is very young and 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 he's I, I like him a lot um he plays with fire. That's what I like to say. Um, they also got David Price, who's older, but he, he's going to give you some innings. He's a veteran, knows how to pitch. 
So that's an interesting thing. That's why I picked the Dodgers as much as I wanted to pick the Padres. Uh, so yeah, those were some interesting picks, guys. Um, now we'll go we'll go to our wild card teams. So I'm gonna start with my two wild card teams for each league. In the American League, I have the Rays and the Twins. For me, it was between the Rays, Twins, Blue Jays, and Astros. Those four teams, I just felt there's no way I could pick, even though they lost a lot of uh, a lot of talent i felt there was no way the rays were going to miss the postseason after they just got to the world series and the twins i think are just too good to not make it with that lineup like tom was mentioning before and, and also you know they have barrios they have kenta maeda who was a cy young candidate last year very good pitching i just think they're all around a, a great team i like um I like them a lot, so I, I I don't see them not making it. As for the Astros, like you said, Verlander might miss the season. Granky's old. I just and that lineup's good. I just don't see as enough to get them in. And as for the, um, who else did I say? The uh, Blue Jays. I like them a lot. Young team. They got a lot of power in that lineup. One of the better lineups in baseball. But their pitching scares me. They don't have much. A lot of younger guys that aren't developed yet. It's going to be a year or two for them. In the National League, I got the Padres and my New York Mets. I, I just – I a lot of people are picking the Mets to even win the division. So, I, I think I think I'm, you know, t- uh, holding back here. I just think the Padres – there's no way they don't make the postseason at least. I think they could even win the division, like I said. They might win 90, 98 games, 100 games, and still not win the division. And then the other wild card team was between – really the Mets, Nationals, Phillies, and I guess the Brewers. But I, I think just out of all those teams, the Mets are the, are the best team on paper. Anything that has, you know, when you have the best pitcher in baseball and Jacob DeGrom, it's kind of hard not to want to and, – and also Francisco Lindor. And I think the Mets lineup, if you look at it on paper, it is a – it is a. I think it's a top-10 lineup. You got Lindor, who's a, a MVP candidate. You have Pete Alonso, who had 53 home runs two years ago, or in 2019, one rookie of the year, power threat. Jeff McNeil hits 300 every year. Dom Smith and Michael Conforto are coming off career seasons. You, there's a lot to like in the lineup. And they got James McCann, who I think is a very good catcher. And then, obviously, you have Jacob DeGrom. And, you know, Marcus Stroman's a solid starter. And David Peterson was is a younger but a good starter. And then, eventually, Syndergaard will come back. It's just a team that I, you know, as much as I don't like to have hope for the Mets, I do because this team looks better than it usually does. So those are my wild card teams. Yeah, I think those are definitely respectable. I, I have a lot of the same things. I, I do think the National League East will be the most interesting division this this year in baseball. It's just so many, all five teams, I think, could make the playoffs. I don't I see, agree with that. I don't see one yeah. team that can't. Like it's gonna it's going to be very dependent on injuries, bullpens. I mean, like for instance, like let's say Francisco Lindor goes out and gets injured, you know, it's like just like that. Mets are like in hey, trouble. you can't can't be wishing that on the Mets. Come on. No, no, no. Of course, <laughs> of course no, but if like Bryce Harper gets hurt, you know, the Phillies right. are done. It's each team's so dependent on their superstars that like one injury, like for instance, like the Phillies last year at the end of the season, you know, JT Realmuto, Reese Hoskins both got injured. They dropped like their last like seven, eight games and missed the playoffs. Right. And I, I agree with you. The, the Phillies are a good team and they have a great lineup. They have, you know, Nola, I think is a good pitcher. I think they're an interesting team. Their bullpen was so bad that I, I felt like it couldn't get worse. And I think they, um, they did make some moves to bolster that. And I also like the Marlins. The Marlins, I, I think they're also a sleeper team. They made the place the, the postseason last year with the extended playoffs, of course. But I, I like them. You know, they have they have a good young rotation. Um, Sandy Alcantara and Sixto Sanchez and Pablo Lopez, three guys that, that were very quality starters that could be good again this year. Um, and then, yeah, the Nationals – too. You know, they just won the World Series in 2019. They still have Soto, who is a, only 22 years old, already one of the best players in the league. Still have Scherzer, who's older, um, starting to slow down, but he could still be dangerous as always. And Strasburg, who was World Series MVP. 
And they got Brad Hand, who I wanted as their closer now, which helps their bullpen. So, yeah, they're always a threat, too. You can't count them out. Uh, so, yeah, Justin, what, let me hear your wild card teams and why. Yeah, of course. So, for the American League, I also believe that the Tampa Bay Rays will be one of the wild card teams. They're just, although they don't really have that super like superstars that we were talking about they're always that type of team that just gets the job done they go out they win the games the last few years they've been making the playoffs or been right in contention I, I think that they're consistent the Blue Jays of course in that division you know they have brought in a lot of good pieces but sometimes it takes that few too many games for those teams to mesh after big free agencies and I think that's going to be a tight race so I would take the Rays is my number one, and as my number two, I think that I would go with the Athletics. I think they have – I said the Astros as my division winner, so the Athletics would be my team. I think they're still a top young team with, you know, Matt Chapman and a lot of other pieces in there. They're, they're definitely a team that can make a run, and they can even win the division, so I could see either way. It, but even the Angels, you know, they, they can make a run at it with Mike Trout in there and um, Rendon, very, very solid hitting lineup. And for the National League, I think that one of the teams that we talked about from the NL East will make it. My pick would be the Mets. I think they have too many acquisitions. I do think they're going to struggle more than people think at the start of the season. So many acquisitions, new ownership, new manager. It's a lot of new pieces, but at the end of the day, in the dog days of August, that's the team I think that will be able to come together. And, you know, the other teams in that division, like the Phillies, although they made some acquisitions this offseason, they're struggling in their bullpen and training camp these past couple of weeks, already a bad sign. And the Nationals have a great pitching staff, a little concerned of their hitting. And the Marlins, they're still young, still a, a young team, and I don't think they can compete with those types of veterans. So my other pick I think it's pretty obvious would be the Padres I don't think anybody can really pick against them to be a wild card team they're very stacked and with friend um Tatis Jr you know he's he's very good and definitely might, might be my pick to win the MVP so those are probably mine yeah uh those are very interesting and you're right that I, that's a good point you bring up about the Mets you know they might start out slow you know uh Lindor's new a lot of new moving pieces. Sometimes that doesn't mesh together right away. Um, and I also like how you mentioned the Angels. I kind of thought about them for a second, but I just know that they're the team that they have Trout. They have this great lineup. They just never have the pitching. And I still don't think they do. They have Otani. I just, I don't know. Like It seems like, you know, they got Dylan Bundy last year, who was great. I don't know if he's going to replicate that. And the, the, it seems like the Angels always grab these veteran pitchers who they're hoping can – reignite their careers they need like a like they i thought they were going to get garrett cole and that was going to help them they didn't i really think that they got to try to trade or in maybe next year sign some big star pitcher to try to bolster that rotation because that's the thing holding them back um another thing i like that you mentioned was tatis and his he he already got his his 14-year contract to pretty much play his entire uh career for the padres so i you know, it's interesting. He hasn't really played a full season yet. His rookie year, he played like in 100 games. Last year, only played 60. So I wonder how he'll be over a full 162 games. I just found it interesting they gave him that kind of money and that kind of uh, mileage when not even playing a full season at his young age. So that was interesting to me. Definitely. I think that was it was interesting when he got that massive contract. You know, you want to lock people up better you think you're going to be really good and sometimes it works out for you and other times it's a very big disaster and I think with him it will probably be a good decision especially in a small market team like San Diego how you know to land Manny Machado and Tatis Jr. in that type of market in the MLB is like right you couldn't even wish for anything better to happen to your franchise so they have to take you know, take that care of that opportunity, but there's too many stories of top prospects getting big contracts and they're them not working out. <laughs> the only good thing about the MLB is you can pay your way out of it. You don't have to be right. And, and it's funny you mentioned that because 
That has happened. I don't think it'll happen with Tatis. I think he is the real deal. But speaking of contracts, the Mets offered Francisco Lindor a 10-year, $325 million contract, and he rejected it, I'm pretty sure, and then countered with 12 years, $385 million. All these guys want to get paid. And honestly, I'll give him the money. You know, we got Steve Cohen now. Not that he's made of money, but I think we can afford to give him that kind of money, and I think he deserves it. But I guess we'll see this year. I mean, hopefully we get something done because I don't want to. Tr- we gave up a lot to get him, and I don't want to just have him for one year. Uh, Tom, let's hear your wild card teams and why. Yeah, all right, I'll move into it. Um, so for the AL, of course, I have I have very different changeups. I have the Blue Jays and the Twins. Mm, that's so, interesting. So the, the Blue Jays, George Springer and Steven Matz are newly acquired players. They're very good in their own right. Uh, who, Huyen Jin Ryu is a cool dude. Yeah, that, that's about all I can say about him. He, he's their best starting pitcher, but uh, he's not great. He's he's solid. But having just having that young, the young stars, Bo Bichette is great. I think he has a chance to go on and do insane things this year. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., of course, being the son of Vladimir Guerrero, Hall of Famer, and Kevin Biggio. Of course, son of Hall of Famer Craig Biggio are both great players in their own own rights. And uh, when they were prospects, everyone was talking about them. They were they were the hottest thing on the market. They come up to the LP last year and they get their team into the playoffs. So it's just cool to see. And uh, yeah, I think I think they're just going to take over this year. Uh, the Twins, you don't really have a lot. Jose Barrios is a solid starter. He's he's there. Uh, Miguel Sano, Josh Donaldson, Nelson Cruz, they're all veterans who have been around and they're pretty solid. And their all-around team is just good. Most of the rest of the team is pretty young, so you've got that going for you. Of course, whenever you're younger, you're, you have a better chance of repeating. Uh, teams that are close, I think the Tampa Bay Rays are the next best team, and I also think they're the next team in. Uh, losing Benny Snell and Charlie Morton definitely hurts a lot. But you still have Tyler Glass now, who's just great. Michael Waka, G-Man Choi, Chris Archer, just all-around great. Diego Castillo. And, you know, Austin Meadows is a very good player in the field. Kevin Kramer, just very good team. Um, other teams that could have been in, the Angels, Mike Trout and Justin Upton are very good in the field and behind the plate. Uh, Shohei Otani. I think he's overrated, but he's hitting 450-foot home runs and throwing over 100 miles an hour, so you can't deny how, like, cool he seems to be, and he's also a very good player. Uh, Jose Iglesias and Albert Pujols have fallen off pretty bad. I think they should retire at this point. And uh, the A's, all-around solid roster. Matt Chapman's a good player, and then the starting pitching's just terrible, so I don't think they're going to make the playoffs because of that. Uh, we go into NL, and I have the Washington Nationals making the playoffs. Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg are just good, like very good, of course. Uh, John Lester brings in some veteran leadership. You add Josh Bell. Josh Bell, of course, being an MVP candidate for the Pirates. He's just so good. I love watching him play, especially hitting-wise. Fielding, he's not very good, but who really cares? He's a first baseman. He just has to catch some balls. Uh, and then you just have some young players, of course, Victor Robles, Luis Garcia, and Juan Soto, Childish Gam- Bambino, of course. Uh, they're just they're just going to be a very good team, and I think they step up at the beginning of the season and start playing really well. And my other team, of course, is the Padres, who, who would miss out on the Padres getting into the playoffs. Blake Snell, Adrian Morhan, Joe Musgrove, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Will Myers. They're just a very solid roster. Um, Other teams that can make it in, the Mets, of course, being the next best team. Jacob deGrom is just a beautiful person. I love watching him play. Uh, Trevor May, Noah Syndergaard, David Peterson, Joey Luce developing, of course. Miguel Castro and Dylan Patanzas in the bullpen. Dylan Patanzas, especially a great pickup. I love him as a, as a Yankees fan. Watching him pitch for so many years was great. And 
he's really going to pick up that roster. Uh, Pete Alonso is just a huge hitter. Like love watching him. Uh, Francisco Lindor, of course, MVP candidate. James Ken, Brandon Nimmo are going to get on base a lot and be special. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. The next team in might be the Cardinals. They have a great bullpen, very young, very good. Uh, the starters are also insanely young. Uh, Yadier Molina is still playing. Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Tyler O'Neill is a young stud. So you just have that team as a team in a bad division who might be able to get in. And yeah, that's good. All right. Uh, good points you bring up there. Um, but I, I think now I'm just going to reach, going to go through our playoff predictions real quick. So I'm just going to run through mine. So in the wild card game, I know I, I know I love Jacob DeGrom, but I just don't see the Mets beating the Padres in one game. I mean, they can match DeGrom up with someone who's not as good, but almost as good. And then I have the Rays beating the Twins. I just think the Rays with their creativity and their pitching would take down the Rays. So in that case, my division series would be Yankees, Rays, White Sox, A's, and then in the American and the National League, it'd be Dodgers, Padres, Braves, Cardinals. And I would have to go with the Yankees over the Rays. I just think that, you know, as much as I like the Rays last year, the Rays did get the best of the Yankees. This year, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think the Yankees are going to uh, come out on top again. I think the Yankees are going to pretty much run through the American League. And then I have the White Sox over the A's. You know, I, I like Tom said, the A's don't have great pitching. Uh, I just I think they have enough to get into the postseason. I don't think they have enough to go anywhere. And then in the over in the National League, the Dodgers and the Padres in the first round. What a series that should be. I think the Dodgers win that one, even though I like the Padres. The Padres are very young. Some of the some of the players are very young. So I don't know how far they can go. I think this year they'll they'll learn and then they'll be back and better than ever in 2022. But you can't pick the champs to be booted in the first round. And the Braves and the Cardinals, another interesting series. They played each other, I think, in 2019 in the postseason, and the Cardinals in game five of that series put up 10 runs against the Braves in the first inning. So I think Braves still remember that, and they, they want revenge, and they're going to get it. So I think they're too good, like I said, too much talent to not get far. NLCS, I mean, ALCS, we got the Yankees and the White Sox. Interesting series here. White Sox, again, young team. Yankees have been – yearning for this chance at the World Series. This time they finally get it. They're going to beat the White Sox in six games, and they're going to be in the World Series against the Los Angeles Dodgers once again, who I think are going to beat the Braves in the NLCS. And who doesn't want to see Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series? That is just a, a classic matchup. And in that series, I don't know. It's an interesting one. I like the Yankees a lot. I like their pitching. I also like the Dodgers pitching a bit more, like the Yankees lineup. But, again, it's all if healthy. Who knows if in uh, late October Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton are all going to be healthy. Who knows if Severino is going to be healthy. That is why I'm going to take the Dodgers to be the 2021 World Series champs over the Yankees in six games. They just have too much talent to not repeat. So – yeah, let, Justin, if you want to state your playoffs and your World Series champion, let, let's hear it. Yeah, for sure. I thought your topic of uh, Luis Severino is very interesting. He was like a couple years ago, he was like one of the best pitchers in baseball upcoming. He's like completely <laughs> disappeared. He's basically right. like the Clay Thompson of baseball what, right now. Look what injuries do to someone. That That's what happens, unfortunately. Yeah, so mine is basically – it's very similar to yours, actually. But basically mine, I have the uh, Rays playing the Athletics in the first round. I think that Rays, they have the experience, made the World Series last year. I'll take the Rays in that one. So then I have the uh, actually the same matchup of Yankees versus Rays. And this time I think the Yankees get their revenge very close last year. Games came down to the wire, but – 
The Rays, they lost the talent. They lost Blake Snell, lost Jose Alvarado, lost some other additions in that bullpen. And I just feel like this, this is the time for the Yankees. They're as last year, you know, when you put a lot of new additions together, it doesn't always pan out, but now they have that extra year. Hopefully Stan can stay healthy. I think they take that one much easier, pretty much easier than expected. I would say. Then you've got the Houston Astros. They would be playing the White Sox. I have them playing and that would be, an interesting series. I think that the Houston Astros, if their pitching staff can stay healthy, they have and be consistent. They have one of the best hitting lineups in baseball. Jose Altuve coming off a bad year. Hopefully he'll be able to bounce back. I would take the Houston Astros with the experience. And then you have Yankees versus Astros in the AL. And I take the Yankees. I think they have definitely have a lot more talent than basically almost every other team in baseball one of the best pitching staffs, one of the best hitting lineups. You can't really go wrong with them. I'll take them in six. And then as we move to the National League, it's the Mets versus the Padres. Very great game. That's like crazy. Both teams could go to the World Series, arguably, but I would take the Padres in that one. I think they have just the superior team in general i think they have the playoff experience as well the mets they have a lot of good pieces might not have a lot to offer though against all those great teams uh, great pieces in that lineup but if you have Degrom in one game anything can happen so then as we move along i would have the dodgers the padres also i think that that could go to seven games but i'll take the dodgers much better overall team then I would have the Cardinals playing against the Braves. That is also a very interesting series. Could easily go either way, but I would probably pick the Braves. I think they're very close. Last year they were very close, and they will be close once again as I have the Dodgers beating the Braves. Dodgers are the best team in baseball. They'll go on to the World Series. They'll beat the Yankees. If they remain healthy, I don't even see a team that could really challenge them besides the Yankees or the Padres. So that's why I like that. Um, I really like the Yankees Astros rematch that I think would be so fun. I don't know if the Astros are going to get there, but if they do, I would love to see them play each other again. And you're right. The Dodgers are just so good. I don't see anyone stopping them unless they stop themselves. So yeah, those are really interesting. Very similar to mine, pretty much the same thing as mine. Um, but yeah, I really like that Yankees Astros pick. Uh, Tom, let's hear your uh, predictions real quick. Yeah, so I mean, mine's kind of different than your if than you guys. Like, I'm, I'm of glad course, I, my like my lower seed my lower seeds are definitely different. But by by the end of it, it gets insanely similar. Like always, I pretty much have all top seeds winning because that's pretty much how the MLB works. Better team wins, especially in a longer series. But, uh, yeah, if you don't remember, I had the Blue Jays and the Twins in the AL wild card. I'm going to have the Blue Jays winning that. I just think that their roster is superior, of course. Um, in the NL, I had the Padres and the Nationals in, in, the, uh, in the wild card game. And I just, I just think that uh, – yeah, I just think the Padres roster, especially offensively, is just going to wipe the floor. I think Scherzer shuts them down for probably seven innings, and then the bullpen comes in, and the Nationals just can't stay with it, and they end up losing. Um, for the ALDS, we've got the White Sox against the Astros. I had the White Sox winning that. I just think that their roster is overall better. Um they're especially pitching wise, like the Astros pitching is just falling off. And I don't think they're going to be able to hang hang with the White Sox in a seven game series. And then for the Yankees Blue Jays game, I have the Yankees probably winning that in five. They they just have a stacked roster. Like even even guys like Clint Frazier, Gio Gio Urshela, guys you wouldn't really like think of are going to step up and have big games, I think. Um, and then for the ALCS, I have the Yankees beating the White Sox because they just have that roster that's just going to click and 
go go deep no matter what. The the bench is going to step up for sure. The Yankees have had a lot of injuries throughout the years, but I th- I think if either Judge or Stan stays healthy, this is very clearly the the thing that happens. The Yankees just go straight to the World Series without much competition. I think that game would probably that series would probably be six games though. Um for Braves Brewers, I have the Braves winning that. I think that their starting pitching is just going to overwhelm the Brewers and take them out. Who the Brewers are probably the worst team to make the playoffs in years instead of the 2020 season where we had eight teams making it per division or per per uh, conference. And uh, for Dodgers Padres, you just got to go with the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Uh, pitching staff is just going to going to destroy them against destroy the Padres. Uh, the Padres have some very nice stars, but once you get to the average player on the team who's starting, you're just not going to be able to take on the Dodgers with Justin Turner, Corey Seager, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger. Just there's just too much there. There's no way. And then for Yankees Dodgers World Series, which we all had. I'm going to go with the Yankees. I just think that their their hitting is finally going to come through. They're not going to be as many injuries because you really can't predict injuries, of course, but I don't think that there's going to be as many injuries this year. Uh, they, like for, for years, they've had Aaron Judge out for 60 games, John Carlos Stanton out for 60 games but they always seem to find their way back for the postseason. And I just think this year it all clicks and they finally go all the way. So interesting predictions, guys. I really like – we have very similar ones at the end. I think a lot of people have, you know, Dodgers, Yankees. Um, You know, some people want to have the Yankees that winning is, but Dodgers. But either way, they're very similar. So I like that a lot. And then I guess to end end the show, we're going to do um, real quick, we're going to do some awards. We're going to go through our American League and National League Cy Young and MVPs. So for each award, we're going to give who we think is the winner and then someone who's a dark horse that could win it that might not be the favorite. So I'll start with MVP. So in the American League, my um, American League MVP, who else would it be? Mike Trout. The guy every year just does things that you don't see done every year. He just – he is a generational guy, like, very. And you just don't see him – you don't see anyone else do the things he does. My dark horse was Tim Anderson of the Chicago White Sox. Uh, he won the batting title a couple years ago. Great player. Love his attitude. I like their team. Last year, Jose Abreu, who's also on the White Sox, he won AL MVP. I think this year Tim Anderson might take a big step and really show – baseball what he's all about and the national league my winner is juan soto he's come close already at his age and i think this is the year he just obliterates baseball and just wins that award as much as i i would hate that because he's going to play the mets a lot unfortunately but i think he's just so good at, at his age he's such a mature player he understands the game more than most 22 year olds do he's already been in the league three years which is crazy so I think he's going to win that. My dark horse, little bias, is Pete Alonzo. I, I think he won Rookie of the Year, flew under the radar last year, was was has struggled mightily, was better towards the end of the season. And he's kind of, with the acquisition of Lindor and Conforto and Dom Smith having these big seasons, he's kind of now under the radar. Everyone kind of forgets about him a little bit. And, you know, maybe with the pressure off, he's just really – he might blossom. He's been great in spring training. Who knows? If he's going to hit 40, 50 home runs, who knows what will happen? That's my dark horse. So let's hear, let's hear, let's go, uh, Tom, let's hear your NL and AL MVPs. All right. So my NL MVP is going to be Fernando Tatis Jr. He, he's just so good. I, I love watching him play. I, I, I saw him play when I was in high school. We were at a tournament at the same time. Oh, wow. I, I'm, I'm not near his age, but like, yeah, he he's special. Just watching a six three two hundred twenty guy pound guy who just ripped Jack home runs all over the place. It's insane, and it, it, he's fun to watch in the MLB too. It doesn't really get much different. Instead of he's probably hitting like three hundred percent worse for his batting average. Um, 
AL, I have Mike Trout. Mike Trout is just so good. There's no way you can get over that. Like he he he's just the player in the MLB. He has been for years. My dark horse for the AL is Giancarlo Stanton. He uh, if he stays healthy, I think he has a very good chance of keep, keeping keeping uh, his average the same. He's been around 300 the last few years with less like less at bats. But we all know how much home runs he can hit. We saw it with the Marlins, 50-plus pretty much every year. So if he stays healthy, I think he has a good chance. And for the NL, I would probably go with Max Muncie for the Dodgers. I just I just think you have to go with someone who's going to make the playoffs, who's going to have a good year no matter what. I think maybe he can step up, develop a little more, hit a few more home runs, and just like all-around good player. But if you're getting on base that much, there's a chance that you can get that level of production. There's a chance you get MVP. I like those a lot. Uh, I really like um, Stanton. I, mean, I know you know we all know the kind of player Stanton could be when he's not hurt. So we'll see if he plays a full season. Who knows? Uh, Justin, how about you? Yeah. So for my AL MVP, I think the safe choice would definitely be Mike Trout. You cannot go wrong. There their best player in baseball by far but who I think is the real dark horse who I he would be my pick probably would be Jose Ramirez I think with Francisco Lindor going to the Mets it's finally his time to shine if the Cleveland Indians are going to be in playoff contention that man is going to need to be very very good so and he's had a cup he's been good the past few years he hasn't been great and I think this this is the year that he really puts it all together. For my NL MVP, I think I agree with what Jay said. I think Juan Soto, last year he was ridiculous. He was beyond great, and he's only going to get better. He's so young. I feel like this is the year he finally gets the MVP. He can lead the Nationals possibly to the wild card game. And my dark horse would be Bryce Harper. I think he's been down – past few years hitting in the 260 area if the Phillies are going to be good and score enough runs he's the guy who's going to be a dark horse candidate I could see him putting up another 280-290 season with 35-40 home runs and as my AL Cy Young I think Garrett Cole would definitely be the safe choice especially after this shortened season it's there's not that many guys who are going to be on long leashes able to pitch seven eight innings out of the Right out of the bat, I think that Garrett Cole can. And Yankee Stadium is smaller, but I think he has the ability to get it done. And my dark horse, who I was very high on last year, was Lucas Giolito. I think for the White Sox, he's has a ton of potential. Last year, he was good. He wasn't great. I think he had around a 3-4 ERA. I'm looking for this year for him to take the next leap to becoming an elite ace. And in the NL, I think Jacob deGrom definitely a pretty easy choice if the Mets are going to be good in the New York market how can you not pick him he's arguably the best pitcher in baseball and as my sort of dark horse not really dark horse would be Walker Bueller I think he's very good excellent pitcher for the Dodgers also you Darvish if he's able to stay healthy he could be a dark horse candidate for the Padres Awesome. I, I like those picks. Uh, I really like Jose Ramirez. That was a good one. I was thinking about that one. He, you know, he used, he was great two years ago. Then he kind of just, or three years ago, then he kind of just like really, really slumped the past couple of years. Everyone's kind of waiting for him to bounce back. If he does, he could definitely, if they are in the postseason, it's probably going to be because of him. Um, I like your Cy Youngs too. I, uh, for NL, I got to agree with Jacob deGrom. Not even being a Mets fan, you, you just can't argue against picking Jacob deGrom to be the, the Cy Young. He's, he's just the best pitcher in baseball. He's still on 102 still. How can you not pick him? Uh, my dark horse would be Jack Flaherty of, this, of the St. Louis Cardinals. Great pitcher. He was great into 2019. You know, last year didn't pitch much, but they also had a lot of covid uh, postponements, which kind of messed him up. So I think this year he's going to really come back and be the, the pitcher everyone knows he could be the dominant ace that they want. In my American League, my winner is Tyler Glass now. That, that is kind of a dark horse in itself. 
I just think his stuff is so nasty. He's six eight. You know, he's a big guy. I, I just think this is the year he's going to put it all together and he's going to really, you know, dominate baseball, dominate that division. It could win 20 games, 200, 300 strikeouts, something like that. And my dark horse, who I've said for three straight years, I'm still waiting for him to break out, is uh, Jose Barrios of the Minnesota Twins. He's a, he's a good pitcher. He has good stuff. He just every year I say he's going to be this – this breakout star and it just doesn't happen. So I think this year, hopefully he could finally prove my point right and not make me look stupid. So those are my winners. Tom, we're running low on time, but real quick, your Cy Young, your Cy Young winners and dark horses. So my Cy Young winner for the AL would be Shane Bieber. If the Cleveland Indians are going to make the playoffs, it will be on Shane Bieber's back. He had a one six three ERA last year. 12 wins, eight losses, which explains why they were so bad last year. Um, yeah, he, he's just a very good pitcher, and it's fun to watch him. Uh, my dark horse would be Dallas Keuchel of the White Sox. Last year, he was 11-6, had a 199 ERA. Uh, All-around great player. We, we've, seen, we've seen him do it for so many years at this point. But, like, I think if he has another great year like that, and stretches it over a 20-plus game season, it's very possible that he gets the Cy Young Award. For the NL, of course, you have to go Jake DeGrom. He's just so good. 2-3-8 ERA last year, 12-4. He's just so good. Every time you watch him, it's it's just just too good to not to look away. And my dark horse for the uh, for the NL – would be Dustin May of the Dodgers. He's 6'6", 180, which just tells you something. If he adds 20, 30, 40 pounds on eventually, he's going to be a Cy Young candidate every year. Last year, he was 12-3. and three. He had a 2.57 ERA. He's just a very, a very good pitcher. And if the Dodgers want to become the mm-hmm. team with the best record of all time, which a lot of people are pushing for this year. They think they're going to get over 120 wins. It's going to be him and Julio Urias uh, having a great season. They both had about two ERAs last year. Urias in the preseason so far has had a 1.5 ERA. All around, those two are just great. And I think May Dustin May is going to be a dark horse for the, for the uh, Cy Young. All right. Thank you, Tom. And just uh, some real quick closing thoughts for me. Good predictions. I love Dustin May. That's a good one. Um, He is a young, great pitcher. And you're right. He throws hard already. Imagine if he adds some weight. So that's an interesting one. You know, they have such good pitching, the Dodgers. Sometimes you overlook the uh, younger guys. And May could be a huge part of this rotation. You're right. Like if they are going to win 120 games, he's going to have to step up and really win uh, 15, 20 games. And, um, yeah, I like Bieber. I don't know how if he's going to replicate that throughout a full season, but he can definitely uh, win the Cy Young again. It's just one of those things, if anyone, you know, if they're going to get into the postseason, it'll be because of Jose Ramirez and Shane Bieber. Uh, a lot of great predictions today, a lot of great conversations. Um, we're all excited for baseball. It's starting Thursday, April 1st. It's going to be a long and finally back to a full season And we can't wait. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.